Welcome to Emotionally Healthy Legacy. My name is Elizabeth and I am a mom of three boys. My goal here is to educate you intentional ways that you can become an emotionally healthy mom. Ways that you can break destructive patterns that have been happening for years and how you can leave an emotionally healthy legacy with your children. Hello, hello and welcome back to Emotionally Healthy Legacy Mamas. Today I really want to talk about one of the biggest myths that is out there that I think is really draining and making it hard on a lot of us as moms. And the myth is that there's this thing out there that there's a solution or a missing piece to a puzzle where you can just have it all together. You know, on social media, there's a lot of people out there that make it look like they have it all together. They have their whole life figured out. And I just want to run through like a list of things of kind of like what the society almost like expects of us, especially as women. I feel like women have a lot more pressure than men do to have all these areas of their life figured out and doing really well and just like be doing wonderful. And I feel like it puts so much pressure on us. It's unrealistic pressure and nobody can actually do it all. So hear me out. This is the list. So one of the things is like being financially in a good place. You paid off all your debt. You have big emergency funds saved up. You were able to buy a house and, you know, you're paying off big chunks of it. You're doing like really well financially. You're doing great spiritually. You, you know, you have your morning time with Jesus every day. You know, you um, involved in a small group or a Bible study um, doing really well physically, you exercise regularly, being fit, you're able to manage all your emotions well and regulate them well, you're doing well mentally all the time, you know, you're doing such a good job as a parent, you have a good relationship with your kids, you're able to have the time and the energy to teach your kids everything about chores and your kids just do them, um, about finances and about cooking and your kids just cooperate and do do great in those areas and your marriage is just on point it's just thriving everything is just amazing and great you get along with your spouse all the time volunteering you are volunteering in school and in church and all these activities and somehow you end up making you know homemade cookies for all these things Um, You're so good with self-development. You invest time into that. Um, Your house looks clean all the time and tidy. There's no marks of of like fingerprints on any of the mirrors or the walls because you're just doing such a great job keeping it clean. You are able to cook healthy meals on a regular basis because you meal plan. You know, you are good at saving money when it comes to meals and food. Oh, oh yeah. And then you go to work and you provide for your family or you have a side hustle or a business that you somehow just balance life perfectly well with it. You have time for your friends and recreational activities. You take your kids to sports and you don't get overwhelmed. You still have lots of family time creating, you create stillness for yourself in your life and your day. 
Whew, that's like a billion of things. Like, seriously. And I'm probably missing some. I feel like there's probably even more on our plate that we have this pressure that we need to just have it all together. Um, I remember my husband and I had a conversation a while back and he's like, well, why don't you talk to this friend? She seems like she's able to do it. Oh yeah, we were talking about homeschooling. And I, <laughs> I said, I don't think I could handle that. It's just not for me. I am not against homeschooling. I think the moms that do it are amazing and great. It's just not my cup of tea. I do not enjoy teaching kids when it comes to school stuff. I absolutely don't like it. I feel like it puts more tension between me and my children. And it's making it harder for us to have a better relationship. And I just don't enjoy it and don't want it. And I don't think it's worth the relationship tension that is being created between us in the long run. I think it's okay for my kids to go to public school unless something huge happens and then obviously like we, I feel like I'll be forced into homeschooling, then I'll have to figure it out. But at this season of my life, I feel like it would be more of a burden than a blessing and it would create extra stress and tension that I honestly don't want in my life. And so we were talking about homeschooling and I'm like, you know, I think it's really great that she's able to do it. But I mean, I honestly don't know how she's able to do it. She has, you know, she works on the side part time and, you know, stays home with her kids and homeschools. And he's like, well, maybe you can ask her how she's able to get everything done. I'm like, I'm sure she cannot get everything done. You cannot homeschool your kids you and have a perfectly clean home and meals ready all the time and, you know, doing well, you know, emotionally, physically. Oh yeah. And like later on, I did get to talk to my friend, the one that he was referring to, and it ends up that she's been dealing with a lot of stress and it's been affecting her health in a negative way. Well, that's something that people don't see. Everybody, 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 everybody has something behind, you know, the public eye that, you know, is visible for others that they're struggling with, that they're having a hard time with, that some balls that they're dropping. It's so unrealistic for everyone to have it all together. It's a complete myth. And if you try to get all these things done, you will not be able to do any of them well because you're stretching yourself out and you're stretching yourself thin and none of those areas get the quality and the time that they deserve. I I remember um, reading a book about in October of 2020 and it was really good. I would recommend it. It's called The Joy of Missing Out. It's by Tonya Dalton. And what I really, really liked about that book, it talks about figuring out what your priorities are in life, what your values are. And it's really helpful because then you're able to know what is important to you in your life. And that's what you're going to be focusing on. And one of the things that she talks about in there, you know, the myth of balance, being able to balance everything great. Well, it 
it's a myth. It doesn't really exist. Nobody's able to balance things really, really well. They choose what their priorities are for that season. And she talks about leaning into one priority for a season and then leaning into another priority for a season and counterbalance that. So if let's say you have, you know, a business that you're starting and it does take extra time for this season, you're leaning more into your business and you're spending less time either with your kids, your family, or, you know, taking your kids to all these activities or being involved in church or whatever. It might be because for this season, you are focused on starting a business. You are not able to do everything well at the same time. Nobody can because it's such an unrealistic standard. It really, really is. And, you know, the people that do actually try And they may succeed in the sense of like for others to see their life, that they're successful. I was listening to an audio book, um, Jamie Kern Lima, and it's like, I think it's like Believe It. And she is the one that created It, It Cosmetics and it became super successful. It was like over 10 years, I think she was building the company and then later sold it for like $2 billion. So extremely successful, right? Made a ton of money. But when you listen to her book and she talks about how how many hours they worked every week and how they had no time to spend, her and her husband, because they were both doing this business together, they didn't have any time for extra activities to spend time with their family. They didn't take any vacations. They just worked, 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 worked. And then, you know, she started to develop some health issues and health problems and It will show up in your body or your mental state, your emotional state. It's going to show up. It's not going to just go unnoticed. Your body will show it. And it's so unrealistic for someone to be able to do all these things at once, especially a woman. What about single moms? They can't do all this to get like all on their own and have it all together. They can't. And so it was really kind of freeing for me to read in that book how she talks about lean into one priority for a season and then counterbalance and lean into another priority for a season. Have you ever tried doing like self-development stuff and like trying to work on like five different things at the same time? It is so hard. You can maybe do it for a week, maybe two, but you end up dropping lots of balls and then just everything crumbles. Like if you're trying to figure out your finances and budget and get good with that, and then you're trying to exercise and eat healthy, you know, and, you know, work on your spiritual growth and also like some parenting thing or whatever, you literally start just dropping the balls after a short while because it's so unrealistic to be able to work at so many things at once and just do it well. So I What I want you to get out of this is that this is an unrealistic standard and nobody has it all together. If you, if somebody does look like they have it all together, believe me, they are covering it up and making it look that way just to make themselves feel better about it because they have this belief themselves that if they don't have it all together, they might be a bad mom. And so they just kind of like make this image that they have it all together. 
I can tell you something that can help you maybe feel a little bit better about uh, having a clean and tidy home. Um, I don't have a lot of things in my house because I have decluttered quite a bit, but my house is rarely deep, deep cleaned. Uh, the floors don't get vacuumed like with a good deep vacuum that often. Probably once, honestly, once every three months. This is terrible. I do have like a tiny little vacuum that will, you know, handheld one that will just vacuum me up quickly if something's on the floor. I also have a robo vacuum that um, vacuums the downstairs at night, but it doesn't do like a super great job in the sense of like, because um, I have a rainbow vacuum that cleans all the, like pulls out all the dust out of the carpet. So the floors in my kitchen and downstairs. Um, so the color is just kind of like grayish tannish mixture. And so it's really too easy to get away with not cleaning it that often. And it will be unnoticeable. I, I mean, it gets sweeped regularly. And then at night, the robo vacuum goes around. But to actually wash the floors, probably also every two to three months. I'm just being honest here. So no, I don't have it all together. To have it all, like to have the furniture dusted probably once every few months. I mean, I wash the windows once a year, maybe. Um, right now, I'm getting ready to have another baby in, oh, in about seven, six, seven weeks. And <laughs> I... This past weekend, I decided to wipe down the walls because they were getting gross in our house and they were nasty. They were absolutely disgusting. We've lived here for three years and I, three and a half years, and I have not wiped down the walls yet. And they were gross and disgusting because obviously I have boys that come from the outside and touch the walls. Or run around the house <laughs> eating a snack or something. I, like, my fridge is very disorganized. Lately, because I've been more focused on, you know, doing the podcasting and my membership, I have not been doing really good with meal planning. It's just I don't have the time for it. I haven't been doing really good with, you know, keeping up with the, tracking the finances. I wish I exercised on a regular basis, but I do not, not even close. I don't do much exercise at all except walking around outside with my kids. I'm focused on my mental and emotional state that I can do and like my parenting. Those are kind of the things I am focused on right now. My kids, they do chores, but we're not like super strict with them. Um, we teach them finances, but I'm not like super like into detail with that yet. My kids don't help out much with cooking at all because it's a stressful time of the day for me to cook and I don't want kids around at that time. Um, let's see here. I don't do any volunteering at church or school. I do a little bit of self-development on you know regular basis. Healthy meals. Some are healthy, some are not so healthy. Um, I haven't been spending that much time with friends or recreational things. My kids are not doing sports. I've been intentionally working on stillness in my day because that helps me emotionally and mentally. But 
if you think about it, like nobody is able to have it all together. And if you truly have a heart to heart conversation with the person that looks like they have it all together, like if they are being authentic and open and raw with you, they will reveal areas of struggle in their life. If you have a deep heart to heart conversation with anyone, they everybody has some area of their life that they are struggling that they don't have figured out. And I do too, even like with parenting. Yeah, I do know a lot of stuff. I do read books, but that doesn't mean I have it all figured out. I constantly come across things that I need help with because my kids are evolving and growing and new things come up. I follow an influencer. I mentioned her here before. Her name is Ali Casaza. She has a podcast. It's called The Purpose Show. And I've learned a lot from her from like simplifying my life and my home because that's kind of in business. That's what she specializes in. One of the things like she, I remember she was posting on social media because she said, people ask me how I have it all together and how I'm able to get it all done. And she's like, I don't get it all done. I have a team of people that get a lot of stuff done. She's like, I do the minimum stuff I need to do that only I can do. The rest of the things her team does. I mean, now she's in a place where she's obviously able to hire people and or like she has hired a personal assistant, a person that runs her errands, a person that does meal prep for them and cooks because her and her husband homeschool and she's running this business and she wants to have lots of free time in her day and she's in a financial place where she can afford a personal assistant and so she has one and um, helpful to know that people that are successful, that are truly successful and are not stressed by their job or their life, they, they have help. They accept help and they don't say that they have it all together and have it all figured out and they can do it all themselves. She's like, I don't do everything myself. I don't. And it's a myth that people think that someone can do it all on their own. I mean, have you tried doing stuff on your own, everything? How did that work out for you? How did you feel emotionally and mentally? Probably not great, if you're honest. How did that affect your relationship with your family? Not in the best version, right? And like, I also thought about this. I heard this either like in a business thing and they were talking about like companies that are successful they don't have just one person running them. They have many other people in a bunch of different positions that do lots of different jobs. And it's so unrealistic. Let's say, let's even take the guy, my my boys talk a lot about him, Jeff Bezos, the one that created Amazon. My oldest somehow is really interested in, with all the money that Jeff Bezos has and all the things he can buy with all that money. He could never run the company just by himself and be that successful. He couldn't. He obviously has lots of help. And he's wearing the one hat that he can do. And then he has lots of other people that do a lot of other things that someone else can do. He's not trying to do 
all the jobs all on his own. He has a team of people that are helping him and doing lots of other things. And even like with this, when it comes to us trying to do good financially and spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, and parenting, and and our marriage, and self-development, and you know, keeping up with our home and meals and and work on side, you know, on top of that and having friends and kids involved in sports and then also creating some stillness for ourselves. You can't have it all. You really need to figure out what your priorities are and what is important to you. So if eating healthy is important to you and you feel like you want to prioritize that for this season, then that's what you focus on. You focus on finding healthy meals that you can cook for your family, that your family enjoys, and or whatever it might be. Like whatever your your priority is that you feel like is valuable and important to you, you focus on that. It's so unrealistic to focus on all these things at the same time and be good at all of them. It doesn't happen to anyone. Believe me, and people that make it look like they have it all together are lying. They don't. And if you ever had a heart-to-heart talk with them, you would know that they don't. If you got to ask some of their family members that they live with, and maybe they might present themselves as like they're doing well, but they might be having anxiety or depression or something else. So I want to relieve you from the pressure that of that myth that people have it all together and they have it all figured out because that's not true. Nobody does. And we need to pick one thing that is important to us in this season. We focus on that. We lean into that. We master that. And then we can add another thing. And that is something I need to also, you know, work on myself because I am one of those people. I love self-development and I get so excited and I try to do multiple things at once and then I do fail. I do mess up and then you feel like a failure because it's too much. It's too much to focus on for your brain and for your body and it's unrealistic. So picking one thing, like even right now, I know that I'm focused on this podcasting building an Instagram following and then I'm focused on the membership and I need to pre-record things ahead of time because the baby's coming in you know seven weeks and then I will need to take a break and it's going to be a different season for a little while and I will need to lean into having a newborn for a while and not focus on this so Until then, I'm focused on this business aspect because that is what is important for me. That's a priority right now. Obviously, it's not like I don't care about anything else. I still do, but I'm not as focused on making super healthy meals and so focused on having my kids do all the chores and, you know, so focused with the financial stuff. I just can't. I cannot spread my energy, my mental focus and like my my physical you know time and all these things really well at the same time so I choose what is important for me in this season and focus on that same thing for you 
I want to encourage you to think of what is important for you in this season in life. And seasons will change and things will change. And after a little bit, you will have to analyze and refocus and shift to what what is important into this new season. I want you to walk away today remembering that nobody has it all together. It's a myth. It's unrealistic, and if they present that they have it all together, they are lying. And if you ever had a heart-to-heart talk with them, they are dropping some balls. They are. So I want you to focus on, on one or two things that are a priority for you right now, things you want to lean into for this season, get good with them, and then move on to the next thing. And that's the thought I want to leave with you for today. All right, ladies, I will see you next time. If you're a mom that struggles with handling her challenging emotions in a healthy way, listen up. I got a tool for you. If you go in the show notes of this podcast, you will see a link where you can sign up for a five-day free mini course. And in that mini course, you get to learn actual practical things that you can do in the moment and outside of the moment to be more patient and calm so you're not as overwhelmed, so you're not as stressed, and actual ways to learn to de-stress yourself and calm your nervous system down. How often do we hear that we shouldn't react, we should respond, and the problem is, well, how? In the moment, I don't know how because I'm so overwhelmed and so triggered. In this mini course, you get to learn the how. I am so excited that I have these skills that I can share with you. So go in the show notes, click on the link, enter your email, and then you can start the five-day free mini course.